You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Hey guys, welcome to CarCast. We're going to have some fun stuff today. We're going to get some updates on the projects that we were working on over the uh, over the break and uh, and uh, and Bill's garage. And uh, we're going to touch on this uh, FCA PSA merger. You don't know what that is? Well, you'll find out coming up soon. Before we get started. A word from our friends at Dodge. We all know Dodge is known for horsepower and muscle, but did you know that J.D. Power just ranked Dodge number one for initial quality? Dodge is the first domestic brand ever to be ranked number one in initial quality and appeal in the same year. It's the first time a domestic automotive brand ran away with both awards in the same year. With enough style, horsepower, and performance to make your muscle car dreams come true, it's no wonder J.D. Power named Dodge Number one in brand initial quality and driver driver appeal for mass markets. So join the brotherhood and experience the strength of Dodge muscle today. Visit Dodge.com to shop and buy online to see your local Dodge dealer for great deals. There have never been a better time now to join the brotherhood of muscle. Welcome to CarCast and Happy New Year. I'm Matt, the Motorator DeAndre with Bill Goldberg. Good morning. Uh. <laughs> uh, I saw you on TV Monday, buddy. Awesome, man. Yeah, what a great way to start off the new year. Yeah, great. I, I, I love this move. Uh, what we're talking about is uh, Bill made an appearance on Monday Night Raw. He's going to be at uh, Royal Rumble. Coming up very quickly, the end of <laughs> the end of January, and I love the move where they're like, "Hey, we realize we're not going to give you much of a heads up because we're kind of shoot from the hip," but also they're like, right after the holidays, where everyone kind of took a break and ate what they want, and <laughs> then there's that, yeah, yeah. you know, and just like you know what oh, I'm saying. I had another birthday. I had another birthday since. That's right. You had a birthday. You know, so that just means I'm that much closer to not being able to ever do it again. Yeah, it, it is. It is what it is, man. You know, you can micromanage it all you want. All I can say is usually nine times out of ten, out of ten that our intro just wakes me up. Mm-hmm. Right now, it didn't do a thing. Oh, it sounded man. like a little little Honda Civic. <laughs> well, uh, look, first show of the year. We've got this. No big deal. Um, Anyway, uh, uh, Royal Rumble, by the way, January 31st in Tampa. I'm sure it's going to be on, I guess, WWE Network. I don't know if it's, excuse me, if it's pay-per-view or not, but it's probably a WWE Network thing. But you guys can uh, check it out. It should be fun. And we'll see what kind of antics you're going to get yourself into. I oh, just yeah. assume hey, we're going to have to wrap up early. So you got to run, yeah. over to the, run over to the gym. You never know <laughs> what appendage will fall off in this match. <laughs> Um, it'll be, uh, it'll be exciting. Well, let's see. Lots of things, uh, uh, going on. Um, hopefully updates on all kinds of projects. Uh, I know you guys are, uh, getting the big super garage built out there working on the ground. It's, it's still a lot of just foundation work over there. They're just trying to grade, like you were saying before, it's like they put their, you know, they put a stake in the ground and it's fine. And then three feet later, they put a stake in the ground. It's just solid rock and they have to start. Oh, you have no idea, man. I posted a couple of videos, but yeah. I mean, imagine clearing a football field size area, you know, that's three quarters rock and you got to go eight feet down. 
And so just figured, you know, I had three weeks of work and I can't say enough about these guys <laughs> today. They should be finishing the grading on it, but it has been every morning, every evening, rain or shine, whether it's snowing, they were working out, you know, it was snowing New Year's Day. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's a big project, dude, you know, um, yeah. but this one is, uh, this one's a little overbearing, but it's, it's, it's going good. It's going good. So that's the positive in my life right now. Yeah, it's good. Look, I saw your pictures. I saw some of the hardware out there. They got some machinery going on, man. It, it, this I is... got construction guys all across the country asking me, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they brought in the big guns, man. And I mean, it's a big project, so you got to do it right. That's they, uh, yeah. they didn't reinvent the wheel by any stretch. They, they worked with Metron for 14 years. So um, it, it gave me the the wherewithal to not second guess anything they do. So I just let them loose. And, you know, like I said, today's probably the last day and uh, on to the next phase. Yeah. Well, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be, at least you get to kind of see what's going on each day is, is that, you know, whatever, that's probably bittersweet. It's probably good and bad, but uh, I don't know. For me, I would rather be able to be there and, and see it than. than oh, it's than awesome. Not. Yeah. Any, any progress is, is good news. And, you know, I'm not, like I said, I, I my my biggest cliche is I don't want to reinvent the wheel. So if I can just monitor these guys and see the the goodness and the positive uh, advancement of the project every day, that's all that I can ask for. Yeah, man, sounds good. Let me just hit this from our friends at Dodge. We all know that Dodge is known for horsepower and muscle, but did you know that JD Power just ranked Dodge number one for initial quality? So join the Brotherhood of Muscle and experience the strength of Dodge Muscle today. Visit Dodge.com to shop and buy online or see your local Dodge dealer for great deals. There's never been a better time now to join the Brotherhood of Muscle. Uh, let's see. how uh, Any updates on uh, TRX delivery? Just kind of waiting? As of, as of yesterday, it was in JB status. Okay. So uh, I think it goes to the vendor, anything... Uh, Stripe-wise, uh, extra accessory uh, installation, I think that's the point that it's at right now. I think hope and pray that the next phase is it goes to the rail yard and then it's headed my way. So, yeah. hey, uh, another positive uh, in the fact that I'm going back to work in the ring is that now <laughs> I don't have time to think about that's right. every day this TRX coming in. Yeah, so, yeah. It's actually the timing's going to probably work out good. You're going to have to... You got to focus on, you know, getting in the gym and getting in the ring. And then, you know, the prize at the end of this and in a month, less than a month, there's going to be badass new trucks sitting in the driveway. The timing right? is about perfect, to yeah. be honest Yeah, it's going to so work I, out. I think I'll take, hopefully I'll take delivery of it by the end of the year. Um, you know. And, and I don't know. it's hard hard to create any enthusiasm with me right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're... By the way, where are we now as far as audience or no audience? How are they going to do Royal Rumble? It was strange. It was yeah. weird. You know, it was a different show. I did SmackDown when I did uh, Mania, and that's the Thursday show. And Raw, obviously, was their flagship, you know, for years, and it's their Monday night show. And that's what I appeared on two nights ago. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a totally different setup, I guess, uh, when I was there before we did the appearance or the performance at the performance center, very mm -hmm. small. Um, there were no video boards this time. It was at, uh, 
the the Rays field, the baseball field. Okay. And uh, half of the half of the arena was the video board, which I mean that shows you the scope of it. It was there. It it truly was like people were there watching your every move. Yeah. So it in in being a performer, it was a totally different atmosphere, and it lended itself much better to us being able to do what we do. Yeah, because when you did WrestleMania, there was such a learning curve in the last minute. It kind of threw everyone uh, a, a curveball. But it, it, look, they're they're figuring it out. We're knowing more about all of this stuff. And you're right. You kind of need that. You kind of need that jolt when it comes to a live event. You kind of need that that audience somehow, right? So no if, if they're able to come up with that. You know, like you said, with the video boards or something, I th- I think that's going to make I think that's going to make a difference. It's made a huge difference on our end. I mean, I I can only speak for myself, but I would only imagine that going out there uh, week after week and having to perform, the circumstances are much more favorable now. Um, before it was it was strange because you felt like you know the pressure really wasn't on you as much because mm-hmm. the, the only the guys you felt like were watching were in the truck. Yeah. So this is a completely different experience. Yeah. You know, not to mention the size of the of the arena that we're doing it in. So, um, you know, it uh, it it it's as close as we're going to get to a live audience, and God knows when that's going to be. So. Yeah. Well, it'll be it'll be exciting, like you said. This is gonna it's gonna ramp up quickly, and it's gonna be a little nerve wracking. But then it's gonna be done, and you're gonna have a new truck in the, at home. <laughs> and I love the way you put that. I'm just gonna keep it that simple. <laughs> yeah, just that simple. Um, uh, speaking of some updates, we saw a few things on Instagram. We saw Marcus Angel and uh, and you post some uh, some stuff from the Lawman, which looks fantastic. By the and way, it's, do- it's I mean, done too, man. You know, just, and and, and yeah, I don't know if there's. I, I know events have, have changed and become kind of crazy, but I don't know now if there's sort of a formal debut of it or it's just, uh, you know. On the hooks, not right now. Um, I, I, I've got to talk to Marcus about it. Obviously, we got a lot going on this month. Um, this month will be its completion month. So um, if, if that thing behind me was finished, it'd be headed this way. Yeah. But it is not. So we're going to figure it out and. Yeah, you know, for a car like that and what he's done for it, uh, and the fact that the garage isn't done yet, that there is an opportunity possibly for for Marcus to hold on to it and shake it down a little bit, and start doing a little media stuff with it, offer it up for some photo shoots, some video shoots, like create a little exactly. content for it, be able to tell that story again, and yeah. especially all the research that he's done, and and it. it it's probably easier for him to quarterback something like that. And, and you know what, I, I, we should have him back on the show as well to kind of tell us. Uh, oh, please, you know, dear uh, God. I, I mean, we could have him on week after week after week and not hear about what he had to go through uh, to get that car back to where it is. Yeah. Just, like you said, and I'm not going to, I'll be stroking him. You know, I'll be patting him on the back. He, the, the car looks absolutely immaculate. It really I, I mean, does. I'm so excited to see that car. And man, I saw it. I saw it like just at a paint, just like pieces of it, the hood and stuff, and part of the engine, like at his at his place. Uh, yeah. It feels like year ago, two years ago. I don't know. It seems like a while ago. Yeah, it seems like two years ago. That's why it feels like. Yeah, a year and a half, something like that, and uh, just every. You're right. The amount of research and the amount of work that put what the amount of research probably took more than the amount of time to build like every little 
piece to do an authentic restoration. Every little bit of overspray from the factories reproduced, every little marker or sign off on the car, just, you you know. Well, here's the deal. You know, you mentioned about the importance and the time invested, you know, in, in the history of the car. You can't do the car properly. You can't start to do it properly unless you have all of that time invested. You know, to duplicate every centimeter of what was originally on this vehicle, I mean, he had to go back and speak to so many different people and go through so many files and photos. And, oh, my, I mean, I can only imagine what he went through. I I believe he traveled to other countries. (laughs) Like, we were allowed to do that. That's amazing when we were allowed to do that. When we were allowed to do that. It seems, seems like it's been a while as well. All right. So that's the update on that. <coughs> Excuse me. Any updates on uh, on the Charger, Dave Salvaggio? Paint. It's paint. in paint this week. Bright purple, purple flame. It is actually pink. Um, <laughs> pink with purple flares. You know the carbon fiber flares are are, are definitely purple. <laughs> but the base color is pink. But it's fluorescent pink. All right. Yeah. Well, might as well. <laughs> might as well lean into it a little bit. All right. So it's in paint. Uh, that's. Uh, that's good. That's good enough. So we got some so good updates So that'll be there. finished around the same time. So I got all these presents coming to me. I just have to survive the thirty first. There you That's go. All you just gotta, all yeah, you got to go in the ring and earn it, buddy. You got to just go, go earn it. There you go. You'll feel good about it. Uh, so let's see. For me, I was I was hoping to get a little bit more done over the holiday break on the engine. We've mostly been waiting for parts between the hectic. Between yeah. all the shipping companies being basically overwhelmed with stuff and a few parts being back ordered, I I I don't know where we left off, but went out and um, basically unwrapped a short block, posted a few images of that, uh, got the cam installed, but even the cam uh, plate that holds it down uh, has been back ordered. So I just got that in the mail now, so I'm going to be digging into that a little bit, but. Uh, oil pan is back ordered from, from Moroso, but that's on the way. I got the cam plate. Um, I got the oil pump and I special ordered one. Um, it's, you know, it's a milling pump that everyone would use. It's, you know, mm-hmm. it's the, the high volume pump, uh, um, not high pressure, just high volume. When you go to the dart block that has priority main oiling and stuff, um, from what I understand, it's a good idea to to go with the high volume version. And I was like, you know what? Everything on this thing is has been kind of top notch. So uh, before I even took delivery of the pump, I had it all inspected. I had it blueprinted. I had it like Teflon coated. Like all, I went through the whole process of making it as best as possible. So, um, and and then it gets tested before I even put it on. So uh, the beauty of that process is. Um, I could feel really confident about about the oil pump. I got into this thing before. Back in the day when I had my 65 Mustang, I had like a 347 stroker in it. And the shop that did the work, my my original engine blew. So I was kind of uh, – blew up. So I was kind of in a rush. And I said, hey, just just go to the – you know, somebody who's got, you know, uh, a, a short block built, put it in. And they did. And and I think they ended up going with sort of the they swapped off a lot of the parts oil pan pump pickup things like that, and uh, I, and for whatever reason this this hundred dollar two hundred dollar if that 
oil pump that got put on my fancy new engine because it was just swapped on there. And whatever blew up in the first engine probably got jammed in the gears of the oil pump. And then it fucking blew up my second engine because it, <laughs> I lost oil pressure. And I just don't want to lose thousands of dollars of engine no. for an $89 part, right? Like, I just don't want to. So I, I went ahead. I was like, you know what? I'm waiting for some stuff anyway. So why not just get that that thing blueprinted and done and uh and and it is and it's good. And like I said I got the uh, shaft mount rockers from Harlan Sharp which are just absolutely gorgeous. I can't wait to to get more pictures and post those and show you guys with that. Uh and and that that's it. That's uh we're leaning into that. Unfortunately, uh, for me, I haven't got a lot of updates on the Mach One. You've been fortunate enough to get updates on the TRX, so well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, a little bit. I spoke to the guys at uh, at Galpin, who've been fantastic, and what they told me was, and we, we forgive me if we touch on this already uh, before the break, but the Mach One order books opened. But if you wanted the performance pack and some of the options, you had to wait a little bit. bit. And the wait a little bit was supposed to be January 4th. So here we are. Of course, like like you, I'm like. What do you think the Bronco people were thinking? (laughs) Well, I mean, you know. So we're all in the same boat. January 4th rolls around. I don't get a call. I don't get an email. And I don't want to be a dick. So I wait the 4th. I wait the 5th. I wait till the 5th. And then the 6th. In the morning, it comes out, I go, I'm just going to wait to the 6th. And then it's 7.49 in the morning, and I'm sending a phone call or a text over to to, to Steve McCord at Galvin. I go, hey, uh. So you're just, not a dick because just, you didn't do it on the 4th, and you're, 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 you're I gave you're it not two days. Yeah, so I, you I were gave clear. it two days sixth, yeah. and said, just, just, you know, haven't heard from anybody yet. Just wanted to check in, make sure this is still, everything's good. And he said, uh, yeah, the the Ford guys at corporate, he goes, are just getting back to the office. So they didn't rush back into the office on the 4th. And uh, so they're they're combing through the emails and the notes. So I don't know. I'm hoping next week when we do the show, I'll at least be able to say it's done. I got the paperwork in, the order is in, and everything's been signed, and it's good to go. Uh, Steve, Steve at Galpin, he's so good. He's like... I'm going to print out the order sheet for you. This isn't yours because there's a VIP one. And he goes, this is just the order sheet. It's just so you could take it home and stare at it. <laughs> and, uh, it's like a big giant carrot. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, so, so you at least know what it, what to expect when you get it. And, it, and uh, I was like, all right. Yeah. So uh, I, I took a look at that, but anyway, kind of waiting for that to happen. And, uh, uh, and kicking off a bunch of uh, new projects and stuff as well. But anyway, that uh, that all being said, that's kind of what's going on. Uh, what's going on there? Uh, let's see. Oh, and then uh, the other thing is, is I spoke to uh, ATI. Uh, ATI makes the damper, makes the balancer, and. I told you that I kind of had this idea of putting the belt on the balancer and then custom making the supercharger bracket. And I wouldn't have to change any of my front engine accessories. I can bolt on any kit I want because it wouldn't affect those brackets or the belt. Because redoing any of that is way more nerve-wracking. It's way more work than just doing the supercharger. So uh, they sent me balancers. They said that were supercharger balancers with the pulley on them, and there's no pulley on them. And I wrote back and I said, hey, 
I thought you were sending me one with a pulley. And they're like, we don't have one with a pulley on it. And he goes, these are just <laughs> these are just a little different for the superchargers internally. And I said, yeah, but it, it looks like all the GM ones and some of the Ford mod motor ones. He's like, there's never been a small block Ford balancer with a pulley on it. And I said, well, can we – what can we do? I feel like we can make one, right? This is why you guys are the best at what you do. And he's like, "Uh, yeah, okay. Are you with their product development team? Yeah. So we are now. So I sent back the two that he sent me. Again, this is for the truck and for the Cobra. I'm trying to do the both at the same time. And he said, I spoke to engineering. We have an idea. Uh, We can take some of the, the, the pulley, the serpentine pulley, is part of the case that goes around the balancer. He said, we can take one of those from one of our GM products, like one of the LS engines or even one of the Ford-like Coyote engines. And he goes, but, and then we can put it on a small block Ford balancer on the internals. He goes, but the spacing is going to be a little different and, uh, and, and the size of the pulley. And I said, all right, give me the specs. Let me know what you think. And he came back and uh, – I, I think we can make it happen. So they're, they're making – they're custom making the dampers. Mark this one down, ladies and gentlemen. They're custom making the dampers, and I'm going to have to get some photos and show you what I'm doing to explain how this goddamn thing is going to work. But uh, they're custom making the damper with a serpentine pulley. It's an eight-rib serpentine pulley, okay? And that will sit close to the engine, and that pulley will only – Power the supercharger, okay? okay, and then or and then the normal crank pulley will bolt onto the front of it, and that'll be a, a six rib or whatever serpentine pulley system, and it'll connect to all of the accessories. It's just a like Eddie Motorsports sent me a front engine accessory drive, air conditioning, power steering, water pump, alternator. It's all one system, and this will still bolt onto the front of the engine, but my my. My damper with the supercharger pulley is closer to the engine. So I have room between the engine block and the front engine accessories. There's not a lot of room there, but there's enough room that I can run a pulley. And I just need to make like some idler pulleys and some brackets to mount the supercharger and stuff. I say just make those things, but. Yeah, exactly. I was. <laughs> but it's not. Pull that 3D printer out of your pocket. Oh, it's funny that you mentioned that. So I did reach out to my friends at SEMA Garage. And if you're a SEMA member, you 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 get to have access and tap into to to some of their resources and said, hey, you guys are not far from me. You're both here in SoCal. Would you be willing to swing by with your ferro arm or whatever and scan the front of my engine so I can at least get a, a file, a digital file, to have brackets machined? And without, without and they said, uh, yeah, we'd love to do that. We've been wanting to come by the seated car collection and stuff anyway. We enticed them nice. with a tour. And uh, so as soon as I'm ready for that, they're going to come by, and they're fantastic. So SEMA Garage, by the way, as, as well, if you're, if you're in this industry and you think about all the new products the aftermarket creates for new vehicles, you mentioned Ford Bronco, Bronco Sport, TRX, things like that. So SEMA Garage often works with these manufacturers – and when a vehicle comes out, or oftentimes before a vehicle even comes out, when they get one of the concept cars or one of the first runs, 
they deliver it to SEMA Garage. SEMA Garage offers a measuring session. session. So as a manufacturer, as a parts manufacturer, you can sign up. You can go to SEMA Garage. You can request, hey, scan this, scan that, scan the fender, scan the, you know, the hub, scan the whatever, and, and get files from them, which they'll make available to manufacturers as well, even if you can't go. So if you want to make a big brake kit for the new Ford Bronco or you want to make new fender flares that don't come from the factory or you want to make removable doors for your Jeep or you know roof racks for your Bronco Sport, you can do it all with the digital files. So this is one of That's the benefits awesome. of SEMA. It's a really – it's a fantastic yeah. service. And these guys are helping me out by doing this. You know, they're going to come out and scan this engine and get a. By the way, I talk to everybody out there: Nelson Racing Engines, Evod, all these guys, and they're like, "We can do the work for you, but we need the files or we need the part to scan." Nobody has digital files on on a small block Ford. I don't know why it's been around for a million years. Nobody seems to have it. I guess because nobody's doing stupid things like I'm doing. But then there's that. And uh, but I'm I I am so excited on the prospect of this working. You know, if it doesn't work, I can come up with another solution, but the idea of getting this to work would be would be fantastic. So That's cool. Uh, yeah. And and it won't be, you know, it hasn't been done before, but here's the thing is if we get this to work, to replicate this is not a big deal. You know, this is just hey, w- once we get supercharger brackets made and idle or pulleys figured out, Oh, you're done. Then that's it. Then if somebody wanted to do something like this, you could probably call ATI and go, "Hey, that damper that you made for for Matt for the for the car, can I get one of those made?" And they're going to say, "Well, we we figured out how to do it. It worked for him. It's fine." You know. Uh and and there you go. Now, I, I if you guys are crunching the numbers in your head and you're trying to imagine this, the one difference is, is a lot of the small block Fords have a 4-bolt crank pulley that attaches to the damper. For me to get this to work, I have to use a three bolt Chevy pulley. So the the crank pulley that's in my Eddie Motorsports front engine accessories kit, I'm either gonna make a new pulley or drill it out or do something, you know. So I, I'll figure that out, or an adapter or or, or whatever. But it, it, it's just the difference between a three bolt and a four bolt. Listen, if that's yes. the if that's where I'm at with this, I'm not too worried about, about no, that. Hell no. <laughs> You know, kidding me? Yeah, and I could go to the guys at Eddie Motorsports probably and go, "Hey, as you're machining one of these pulleys, before you drill the damn holes, uh, drill it for a three bolt Please, instead of a, yeah. instead of a four bolt. Like this is this is an easy fix." Exactly. <laughs> you know. Uh, anyway, that's kind of where we are with uh, with with that. You make all of that sound as easy as me getting back in the ring in four weeks. <laughs> well, excuse me, three and a half. Weeks. Three and a half weeks. Come on now. <laughs> 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 Three and a half weeks. You gotta, you gotta get over there. All right. So as a, uh, well, let me hit this Geico thing, and I'll tell you about some other news that we've got. Uh, do you own your home or you rent your home? Yeah, sure you do. Either way, it can be a lot of work, but you know what's easy? It's bundling your policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. Uh, and, you know, that's a good thing. You've already have so much to do around the home already. So just go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. See, if you guys been hearing the news about uh, uh, FCA is Fiat Chrysler Automobile. So the parent company of Ram, Chrysler, Dodge, 
uh, Maserati, Alfa Romeo. It's you know, it's 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 an American Italian company um, from the Fiat uh, Chrysler merger years ago. And uh, as we expected, we 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 all sort of envisioned some consolidation again, another round of consolidation within the industry. So FCA has been approved now to merge with PSA, which is uh, Peugeot, the parent company of Peugeot. So FCA and Peugeot could be joining. Um, the new company is going to be called Stellantis, maybe Stellantis, Stellantis. So Stellantis is going to be the new company that has Ram and Dodge and Jeep and, and Peugeot and – and Alfa Romeo and Maserati, they are gonna they are gonna become the fourth largest automotive manufacturer uh, in the world. Uh, I, I think the ranking is Volkswagen, Toyota, and then Renault Nissan is one company. You would think GM and Ford. Yeah, but but no, Volk, Volkswagen Group, which of course is Audi, Lamborghini, Porsche, Volkswagen, Porsche. you know, uh, Toyota, which is just massive due to car sales, Toyota and 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 Lexus, and then Renault, Nissan, and now we know that uh, Nissan is doing some restructuring, sales are down, they're coming out with some cool products, but they're they're going to be sort of a slimmer, more nimble version of the company, still number three on the list, and then. Uh, and then this new uh, Stellantis will be uh, number four on the list. Nice. And uh, and 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 PSA, the Peugeot company, also owns Citron. Uh, and then the you know the new company, of course, is going to have to. They're going to have Good. to make some cuts. Act. You know, they're going to yep. have to make some cuts. They're going to have to do some things. So I think what's going to happen, and this is kind of interesting, it could end the Chrysler brand. You know, um, which is interesting because the Chrysler brand is a big part of American history. It's been a long, been around for so long. But you know, we had Mercury, and Mercury is gone now. We've had several other brands um, that are that are that are kind of gone now. Um, and I, I just honestly at this point, I, I don't even know what Chrysler is even doing other than the Chrysler 300C and the minivan, right? Because their minivan has always been fairly successful, but the current version is Huge. getting a little long in the tooth. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, it, that doesn't mean those products go away. I mean, the the 300C, I can see we don't need because we have the Dodge Charger. And it's just one kind of the other. And and I can see the minivan just becoming a Dodge product, right? It would yeah. just be the Dodge Caravan or something, just sort of their version of it. So mm. the, if they had – a product that was really successful and kind of standalone that wasn't, uh, you know, shared across either a Dodge or Ram platform or something like that, then I understand it. But, uh, you know, like when you look at, you know, some of the other car companies, uh, of course, the easy one to say is the Ford to go, well, you know, Ford's got Mustangs and then Ford's got uh, you know the, the SUVs, but they're trying to do something a little different with the SUVs than, let's say, Lincoln's brand, right? Yeah. Um, but anyway, oh. there's a lot of a lot of interesting news. I, I, I get it's a lot of sort of behind the scenes things, but how does it affect the consumer? Is is possibly the elimination of the Chrysler brand? Um, possibly some 
some consolidation on platforms, um, things that Peugeot is doing, Citron's doing, um, uh, and the, the Italian statement side. of abolishing the Chrysler brand is much more shocking to hear than the actual inventory that would go away. Yeah, you're you're right because of the history, and there's some, you know, there's just a lot of a legacy and stuff there, and and maybe it offers some collectability for once that brand is gone, if if that really happens. But I could tell you this is most of the consolidation that's going to happen is going to happen on the European side first, because PSA being a European company and FCA being largely an Italian company as well as American. um, I, I think a lot of the, let's say the financial integration, you know, the overlap where they start to cut the fat, you know, where they're saying, well, what size workforce? How many plants do we have? Do we start to consolidate? Do we take, you know, do we take a, a platform uh, from from you know Alfa Romeo and go, hey, this should extend through, you know, through through Dodge vehicles and through Peugeot vehicles or or whatever, some version of that, you know, and that's where you're going to start to see things happen first, and then eventually it'll start to trickle down to what's happening in America for the, for these cars. So, I wouldn't expect Chrysler to be cut like right away. I mean, they're still building cars, they're still inventorying lots. There's a lot. It's of- just startling to hear it. It, it? it is, but also you think of like all the tasks involved, like all the dealers that signed up. You have Chrysler dealers. Oh, God. I mean, do yeah. they do they just take on other? Uh, do they take on another brand, or are they just expanded versions of Dodge and Ram and Jeep? Or, or if they don't have those currently, if there's a Chrysler dealer that let's say doesn't have Jeep, do they? Put in the application to go. Well, we want something. What are we going to do? Or, or do they take on something else? Like uh, there's been talk about having some of those brands, like Peugeot, wanting to come here, you know, and and bring that brand back. Do do Chrysler dealers become Peugeot dealers? You know, do they become uh, Alfa Romeo dealers? You know, uh, do they expand the Alfa Romeo? Very brand? strange and, landscape. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot. To see what's going to happen. You know, and anytime you make a decision like this, there's a lot of voices that need to be heard, right? Oh, you know, because yeah. the manufacturers, the shareholders, the dealers association, and all those individual dealers, there's a lot of voices to be heard. And I can't imagine that that's going to be easy. That's not the easy part for, for sure. Yeah. But um, anyway, I, I kind of see it as as the potential for, for some exciting things. Um, uh, you know, oftentimes products be, can become better when they're shared across multiple brands. If you take a platform – uh, a vehicle platform, and you're sharing it. Like, take for example, Volkswagen Group has, um, you know, the Porsche Cayenne shared with with Volkswagen, shared with Audi, shared with, you know, uh, I, I I think on some level with with Bentley, with with their Bentayga. I don't know if the new Bentayga is a standalone platform, but what you get is more development, more engineering money. Um, more eyeballs on it, more vehicles sold, more, uh, you know, sort of trial and error on that platform. Uh, and ultimately you get all of that feedback hopefully just contributes to, you know, at, at the cars that get better, the next version of Cayenne, the next version mm. of, of of Tiguan or whatever, or next version of Audi, you know, uh, 
you know, Q8. You know. It's a huge asset yeah. to have. Are you kidding me? How how could Lamborghini do the Lamborghini Urus SUV if if it wasn't Audi platform, Porsche platform, you know, like if it wasn't a shared platform, I don't think you'd be able to do it. And and I do like the differentiation between Lamborghini's crazy looking fast as hell SUV versus the other ones. No but, question. I mean, Absolutely. And, and don't get me wrong. The Audi Q8, their, their fast version is damn near as fast as the Lamborghini, but completely different style, completely different really kind of a different look, kind of a different customer for sure. So I, I, I don't know. I kind of see it. It'll be interesting to see how this, how this goes. Thanks, Al. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention was, uh, uh, did you see this, uh, a singer, singer Porsche came out with this, uh, this sort of Baja styled reimagination oh, yeah. of the nine eleven, and yeah. they, and it looks fucking badass. It actually, it, does. it, it actually be looks fun as hell to drive. It I looks awesome. That. So they they had a client, a, a very good client, come to them and say, "Hey, I, I really want to do sort of this Baja style of vehicle." And they work with this client and said, "Great, we're going to do it." And uh, obviously, this guy's into the project for a lot of money. He actually had two of them commissioned. He had one. If you see all the photos are out, the white one is the sort of the high-speed off-road version of it. Um, and then the red one, which are in some of the photos, let fewer of the hero shots, is sort of the same deal lifted and everything, but kind of the high-speed tarmac version, if you think like rally car, like yeah. kind of on-road, a little bit off-road, a rally car-ish, not, really, not like you know, Dakar, you know, purely off-road. So he had two yeah. versions commissioned on it. And, and I, look, when you, when you get something done like this, that's bespoke and expensive, there's always sort of the option for the client to go, Hey, I, I'm putting up a lot of money for this. So this is it. This is the only one you're going to make. So whatever deal was made between singer and the client, um, they agreed that, they will make more. So if somebody else wants one or whatever and wants to get on the list, no pricing has been announced, but it looks badass. And awesome. and when you get into like the specs and the power plant and how fast it is and uh, a double shocks, double dampers on each corner has eight dampers. Uh, they they went like all heaven. out and I'm trying to make this thing as cool as possible. So, um, uh, it 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 looks kind of badass and it's pretty innovative. I I I can't wait to see. Uh, I think they do a lot with like Marino Franchini or Dario Franchini uh, or or both of them. I know those guys are are big fans of the Singer brand and Singer does a lot with those guys in in testing vehicles. Um, I, it's going to be badass to see you know those guys and and some of the rally guys, the Porsche rally guys, get into one of these things and have some fun and test it. Oh hell! And yeah. I'm sure the client that commissioned the car was like, "Do whatever you want, just fix it before you deliver it." Right? Exactly. <laughs> you know, since you're making it and you're you know, by all means, go ahead and test that thing, break it, do whatever, but make sure you fix it before you deliver it. But uh, it's 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 pretty cool. If you guys haven't seen it yet, we'll we'll post some pictures of it as well. But on uh, on our social media, but uh, I, I'm sure you've seen it by now. If you're a car fan, it's been all over the place. So, um, and I know you're not much good. of a uh, college football fan, but during you know around Christmas during the uh, bowl games, did you see the uh, lucid the lucid commercials? You know, I did. I was um, 
Uh, where where was I? I was in uh, I was in Vegas. Adam and I popped over to Vegas to do some laps around Speed Vegas. Uh, took a little field trip to hit the track, and I saw yeah. I was like in the hotel, and I was like, did I just see a Lucid commercial? Exactly. Or we in, or, I was like, yeah, that's an impressive. It. I mean, it's different looking, man. You know, it is that, different if, if I remember correctly, that's the one with the three performance packages, and one of them was a thousand horsepower. You know, yes. I mean, it's it's an innovative looking car. It's it's. I mean, it's it's one of those. It's kind of ugly, so it's really cool. Kind of initial thought, but I, you're right. It, it, you really kind of got to see it in person. They really kind of see the yeah. lines on it and and see what it looks like. Uh, you know, especially after especially after the new Z car, the 400Z. Everyone's like, "Oh, it it looks weird here. It looks weird there." And I keep saying. I don't think it was the right yeah, color, but you really kind of got to look at it in person. When you get up on it, the grill that looks very flat in the front actually has a lot of depth yeah, to it yeah. and uh, different patterns in it. And when you see it, you know, if you did see it in person or you did see it in a different color, I think you would see things that you wouldn't normally see in just the photos. Yeah, that it's were a lot different. So I, a lot I, different in person. I'm I'm uh I'm reserving my opinion on on Lucid uh, just for that reason, just knowing, seeing enough concept cars and the difference between photos and live action cars, but the performance specs are, are outrageous. I forgot what They're we. Sick. I forgot the size what, of the, and the, the and for me the size of the interior of the vehicle. I mean, it's unmatched. Yeah, what's interesting is, I'll tell you, it's like the commercial that we saw got our attention because we knew what it was and we knew the crazy performance numbers, but the commercial on its own didn't really exude a lot of excitement. It was supposed to be sort of mysterious and glamorous and go, this is the future of electric, blah, blah, blah. Uh, But it just meant to be like a pretty luxury, you know, it felt like a, I don't know. It felt like a perfume commercial, you know, like kind of yeah. Like a but you know what? Brand. Maybe that was their that was their intent the whole time. I'm, I mean, I'm sure it was, but uh, I don't know. It's it it, it kind of comes down to who's ultimately going to be the customer for that. Somebody who wants the performance, or somebody who wants a a different version of EV. You I know? think someone. It, it's it's both because. You know, it, it's trying to give another stylistic uh, direction for uh, an EV vehicle with the performance, yeah. you know, of that's unparalleled right now. And I, I forgot what the range, the price range, but it was something like a hundred grand 80, to two hundred grand, is, or eighty what, to like one eighty. And but I know the big boy car was expensive. You know, yeah, like one thirty five to one eighty or something. Yeah, I think it was I in remember. that range. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere in that range, and and you're right. the the the, the big version of it is uh, the specs on it are absolutely incredible, which is weird because they that, say you can fit four basketball players in it as long as it's not Spud Webb times four. <laughs> you know, we're all good. Yeah, or Shaq. That guy's shoulders are about as wide as yours. Well, he's been that'd be, that'd be awesome. He's huge. <laughs> he's huge. Um, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting because it's funny because you say four basketball players, everybody goes for height. They don't go for width. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. You know, you fit well, new ball, you know, that's that's a different story than you know, like Lambeer or something. Uh, yeah. yeah, right. Daryl Dawkins. Put five, four Daryl Dawkins in there. I'm good. There you go. Whoever that guy is, Danny Ainge. <laughs> yeah. If you said if right. you said put four WWE wrestlers in there, then I'm down. I got gotcha. you. You got it. I, okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Basketball's um, not too 
All right, we're gonna. I know you've got to run. You gotta. You got shit to do. You got the gym to work out. I gotta go eat. I gotta go to the gym. You gotta eat and work out. Thirty pounds. And uh, you gotta eat and work out as much as you're sitting there dreading doing it. You gotta do it. Three weeks, you're done, and you got toys in the driveway. Till the next. Until the next phone call. Either that or you got to buy more toys and just kind of plan it around that. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, yeah, as long as this toy gives me the gym that I need, then I'll be fine. But, right on. Know, we're all good. All right, buddy. Thank you so much. Uh, of course, we'll see, you, we'll see you a few more times before Royal Rumble. But uh, good luck in the gym. Don't hurt yourself. Focus. Eye on the ball. You got it. <laughs> all right, guys. Until next be time. Good, my brother. Uh, Happy New Year. Keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. Room, room. Bye. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit carcastshow.com.